0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans.
1: We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my amazing husband, and wonderful co-host, Kyle, to discuss the LSU Alumni Gold invite.
0: There you go, adding superlatives again. What do you want? Because
1: last time you said I didn't add them and that you must have done something wrong. No,
0: you you must want something.
1: I want a new dog.
0: A new dog? Did we have a dog already? Because to have a new one means you'd have to have one already.
1: No, I just meant I don't want an old one. I want a young dog.
0: Oh wow. Okay, that sounds like a little mean and nah. like ages, ages, dogs. ages against dogs. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, yeah. You know, I'd like a dog. I, I just get concerned when you start throwing out compliments. To I me. do
1: think you're amazing. I don't know what other word I used, but I think you're that too.
0: <laughs> I can't even remember either. That's how wonderful. I couldn't handsome, believe. Oh my gosh. All right. Nice. Enough of that. Enough of that. All right. This is the LSU alumni gold invite. Why? Okay. Did it, why is it not the alumni purple invite? Well,
1: because gold. You run for the gold, you get the gold, Auburn got the gold.
0: They did get the gold a couple of times, but I just, like, you know, it's funny that they choose, you know, because we don't have the orange invite, the blue invite.
1: Well, listen, Auburn is a little more creative than LSU. We've known this based on what our Tigers look like.
0: I mean, they did copy us.
1: Exactly, and their Tiger looks like it does math.
0: No, that would be Clemson that you're thinking of.
1: No, LSU's Tiger looks pretty janky, too. That yellow color and, what's his name, Mike?
0: Mike the tiger, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now you're talking about the
0: mascot, not the actual tiger they have.
1: Correct. I'm not talking about the live animal. I'm talking about the fluffy mascot that a human gets in the costume of.
0: Can we, can I bring something up here? Of course you will. Uh, How funny would it be to have a tiger chase people around around the track? Not. It'd make you run real fast, though, wouldn't it?
1: I mean, that's true, but you would also die, because what is the top land speed of a tiger versus the top land speed of a human? Hey,
0: we'd find out real quick. Well, I'm
1: thinking the human's going to die.
0: Probably.
1: But I would watch Mike the tiger, the mascot, chase after some
0: people. Now, if they did, as like the opening ceremonies, had like a little track for him to run in with just himself, and just say, start your, well, I was about to say, start your engine, start your shoes, and then he runs.
1: I would watch, don't they do like the mascot Olympics or something? I would so freaking watch mascots chase after each other around a track. Mascots throw javelin. Mascots try to jump. Oh, man, this would be the best. Let's see, we
0: can't you know put Obby in that position because have you seen his feet? Oh, I mean, we for love sure. Have a- you Aubie- seen it?
1: The elephant? Could you imagine giant owl running down a track? No. So
0: let me give a shout out to one of my favorite shows of all time, Rick and Bubba. Oh
1: great. Here but we they go. They did
0: they were timing the forty of celebrities and stuff in themselves for a long time at their studio. They had the mascots come in, they had Obby and Big Al came in. Guess who won?
1: Well, duh, Obby.
0: Big Al won.
1: <gasps> what kind of story is if this? If you dude? look
0: up if you look up the way his feet is set up compared to Obby's, you can tell why he gets a little bit more speed. <laughs> Which is sad. That's
1: terrible. Why would you tell us that story?
0: I don't know. Just one of the tangents that we always want to throw here at the beginning of Tiger (sighs) Tracks. I do
1: love tangents.
0: All right. Enough about tangents. Track and field.
1: Okay. So we have a lot of highlights to go through. It was a smaller meet. It was only one day. It was only April 24th. And obviously it was on LSU's campus, which is in some city. Baton Rouge.
0: Baton Rouge. Yes. Don't know what it means, but Baton Rouge is fun to say. It's not a fun place to visit.
1: There you go. So, like I said, smaller meet, um, not as many competitors for Auburn, but the ones that did compete did really well. So, just some highlights. We had Kylie Carter, Kyle's favorite competitor right now. She won the Uh, women's javelin. Of all time. Okay, of all time. She won the women's javelin and broke her two-year school record. Her throw, which was 60.69 meters or 199 feet one inch, it was better by almost 10 feet than her previous school record.
0: Huh, just another Saturday for Kylie.
1: I mean, seriously. This was also a stadium record and the second longest throw in the country this season. So
0: so not only does she own the top throw in the country, but she owns... Back that stadium. Tiger Stadium. Well, I guess they don't run in Tiger Stadium, whatever the field is called there. Or Mike's
1: in, Mike's Field.
0: Mike's Field. <laughs> It's probably something unoriginal, like the Blue and Gold track or something it's like that. It's
1: probably something like Hutzel Rosen track, like somebody's name, like ours. But see,
0: we actually, do you know our actual track is named for some track greats, like Hutzel and Rosen or... Correct. You know, just, just making sure you know. Dur. Okay. Just making
1: sure Th- you know. that's ugh. It would kind of be like Pat Dye Field being named after Jessica Loomis. But that would be But so sometimes they name
0: things after donors and stuff like sometimes
1: that. Sometimes they do. But 99% of the time it has something to do with the sport.
0: Fair point.
1: Okay. So, next, we have Presley Weems. She won the women's 800 meter and got a new school record. She previously had the school record. She broke that again. Her new school record is 2 minutes, 3.9 seconds. She also has the top three school records for the 800 meters. (laughs) She's Uh, killing it.
0: Presley has, like, turned it up a notch since um, cross country.
1: Literally. And has,
0: like, literally just cranked it up here in outdoor season. Can you
1: imagine to see this girl go sub two in the 800? Cause I can't, I've never seen it for a, obviously Auburn has never seen it since now she hosts, holds the 800 meter record, but she is so close to going sub two. I think we'll see it. Maybe ha- not this year, but possibly next year. I
0: was over here like, what does she mean by sub two? And then I realized sub two minutes. I like, but you're using this lingo and slang that us, this is why I'm here, Is for the layman track and field fan to just kind lame. of, cause oh, that's, that's <laughs> hurtful, but it's truthful. All right, Niles Fisher broke the javelin school record for the men with a throw of 74.3 meters. So not only were we dominant in the ladies' side of throwing the javelins. But we also, just
1: kill it on all levels.
0: So way to go, Niles. Eric Brown also won the men's 800 meter, which was a nice surprise there. Silas Kipnijic won the 3,000 meter steeplechase that oh so... I don't even think of a, I can't think of a word, like describe this type of event but confusing there and, and fascinating yet, yet fascinating event adam Strauf got a pr in a silver medal in the men's shot put
1: then mara you placed second and got a pr in women's discus and francis patrick placed second and also got a pr in the women's 3000 meter steeplechase
0: now i know that these are the highlights but As I was reading through some of the results earlier, before we got ready to record this, I did notice that you even left off a few of some, you know, silvers and bronzes still that have yet to come. So you've got a little bit more to look forward to, folks. That's
1: exactly right. So, Kyle, since you want to start off with the men... Why why do I want to start
0: off with the men? I'm not a sexist.
1: Well, you are a man. I don't mean that you want to. <laughs> I, I put
0: just... you, I put you in a hole there, and you like tuck your way back out of it. <laughs> I, I
1: should have said, "Do
0: you want?" Do you want to? Yes, I would love to start off with the men' events: Go men's one hundred meter dash. We've got three competitors. Dante Brown, third overall out of 21 competitors. That's really small compared to what we've seen. It is. Like we had like 42 last time. When I time. say this
1: was a smaller meet, I, I genuinely meant it.
0: So can we just say basically the 100 meter dash is probably an indicator of how big the meet is usually.
1: Yes, the 100 and 200.
0: So if you got only 21 compared to like double that last time, you can get a perspective of how many people were competing here. It doesn't mean it wasn't a quality meet. It just Correct. means that just less competition. Quantity-wise. Uh, so third overall for him, he got a run time of 10.27 10, seconds. Jason Reese was 17 out of 21, 10.75 seconds. And then Brandon Smiley was just behind him at 18th with 10.79 seconds.
1: Now, this was not the best for any of our athletes. It was actually significantly a little bit slower for I most of them. That too. So I'm wondering if wind was a factor.
0: Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because when I read through this previously, I was like, I'm not, you're also going to see it here in a second in the next event yeah. where there's some drops in some of these speed events. And yeah. I'm wondering why. Is I'm it... thinking
1: wind had to be a factor, especially for like Dante Brown. He was pretty consistent 10.11, 10.15. And then Jason Reese was in the 10 sixes. I mean, literally Jason Reese was 10.65 for three meets. So I'm thinking wind had to be a factor here.
0: So again, for or
1: maybe this clock was off
0: for the layman track and field fan here. Why couldn't they turn the opposite way? Like, isn't the track set up where you could run the opposite way? It is not. So...
1: There are no lanes like that.
0: Why? It seems like you would be account for that. Like that, you know, whether... Listen,
1: I am not a senorita track.
0: Senorita track, what?
1: I don't know, but the track is only set up to go one way.
0: I don't know, it just feels like you could turn around and go the opposite way. You
1: can! There's no lines. There's no lines for your blocks. There's no lines for your hands. You can't.
0: Seems like you could just like move. You
1: can't. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, I mean, obviously that that's the most logical thing that I've heard for why that could happen. But I did pick up on that as well. All right, the men's 200 meter dash: two competitors, 22 overall competitors, so one more than the 100 meter dash. Brandon Smiley got eighth out of 22. 20.98 20.98 seconds, and then Jason Reese, 21 out of 22 competitors. His time was 21.77 seconds.
1: All right. Moving on to the men's 800-meter, only one competitor, Eric Brown, placing first, getting that gold out of 12 competitors with a time of 1 minute 49.1 seconds, his fastest this season, then, which I believe is also a PR for him. Um, in the men's 1500-meter, we had Evan Rogers placing fifth out of seven competitors, with a time of three minutes, 56.3 seconds.
0: So it seems like as the distance increased in these runs, maybe the wind was, if it was wind, was the cause of the speed times being down was less of a factor. Maybe. Well,
1: obviously wind's not going to be a factor when you're
0: turning and going different direction Correct. around the track and stuff like that.
1: Correct. But also it's a, the faster you go, the more wind factors in.
0: And we did have storms this weekend, didn't we? Well yes we did. Look at my that. Dear. We put we just did a little de- deductive reasoning, oh, Sherlock. Oh
1: my gosh, next <laughs> Don't call me Sherlock.
0: Sherlock don't call me Shirley Sherlock. All right, got the men's 110 meter hurdles. We got Oquindo Bernard, ninth out of 13, 14.39 seconds for him, which was a nice little increase for, uh, well, actually right in the middle of where he was normally. Alex Spiridonidis was 11th out of 13, 14.99 seconds for him. And then David Edmondson got 13th out of 13, 15.52 seconds on his run. Hey, Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While Tee Public is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? t-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com store e2c network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. The three thousand meter steeplechase, which we already discussed, Silas Kipnjiik won the whole dang thing. But only four competitors total in this. There was only the four brave souls that wanted to do that. Nine minutes, eight point one seconds.
1: Now, to be fair, I think seven competitors actually started the race, but only four finished.
0: Why didn't they finish? Did they hurt themselves? Or like, oh,
1: I don't know, I wasn't there, honey.
0: Like, is this one of those events where you just get get knocked out easily? Oh uh, yeah, you've seen steeplechase, right? Yeah, but I guess...
1: You could face plan into a pile of water.
0: But you don't just get up and keep running?
1: Not if they're injured. Okay,
0: that's a lot of people getting injured there.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: That's almost half the
1: field. Men's 400-meter hurdles. We've got Malik Medivir placing 4th out of 18 in 50.35 seconds. His, his best of this season. And Caden Seal placing 16th with a time of 53.83 seconds. Then we've got some track. I mean, sorry, some field events moving off the track onto the field. We've got men's high jump. We've got Dontavius Hill placing se- second out of sixth with a jump of 2.11 meters and TJ Funchess placing sixth out of six with a jump of 1.96 meters.
0: Both their lowest of the seasons here. Yeah. Which was not...
1: Not, not terribly lower uh, for yeah, Dontavious obviously. though or...
0: Or TJ as well. Yeah. All right. The pole vault. James Corson got second out of 10 competitors here. He had a jump of 5.16 meters. It is not his best, but it's still enough to get him second place. So just imagine. It's also still a vault. It's it's a jump. It's a vault. We're not going to start that again. Uh, but think if he had even done just a little bit better because his his best is 5.35 on the year. He might have gotten first in this one. Mm-hmm. The long jump. David Edmondson, six out of nine competitors, point Zero uh, five meters, followed by John Murray, who got ninth out of nine, six point seven meters for him.
1: Moving on to some throwing events, we've got the men's shot put with Adam Strauff placing second out of six competitors in eighteen point five seven meters. Then the men's hammer throw, Eric Ebel placing sixth out of nine competitors with a throw of sixty three point four two meters, which is his best this mm-hmm. season. Kyle Moyson placing seventh in fifty nine point four four meters.
0: Now I did notice that you know Adam had his best of the season as well. If I'm looking at this correctly across the board, yes, so this was his best in the in the yeah. shot put, and then a good one in hammer. There, so if there was wind a factor for the runners, it obviously may not have been too big of a factor. I know when you're throwing a giant weight through the air, the wind doesn't do as much for that. Correct. As opposed to maybe like a javelin or something like that. Yeah,
1: javelin it could really affect.
0: But a you know. We'll just assume maybe that didn't have as much of a factor in that. The men's javelin throw, which we've already talked to, talked about a little bit. Niles Fishner, uh, he got first out of nine, 74.3 uh, meter throw for him. Josh Wallace, fifth out of nine, 60.2 meter throw. And then Eric Ebel got eighth out of nine, 57.75 meter throw. Also on the men's discus, which finishes out all the men events for us, Kyle Moisson, fourth out of nine competitors, 51.56 meters, which was his best throw of the season there.
1: By a lot. That's a
0: big increase for him.
1: Yep. That's awesome. So moving on to the women. So we had the women's 100 meter dash. We had Naya Benton Andrews placing 16th out of 27 competitors. With a time of 11.64. This is actually her first time competing in this event this season. I feel like she has,
0: though, before. I thought so
1: too, but I guess it's just in the four by one.
0: You're probably, yeah, that's probably the only other place that we've seen her.
1: Yep. So next we have Destiny Charles placing 23rd in 11.84 seconds. Then Destiny Charles also competed in the 200-meter dash, placing 17th out of 24 athletes with a time of 24.42 seconds.
0: So Destiny in the 100 meters, she got like right in the middle. So obviously the win may not have been super big of a factor there for her in the 100-meter dash like it was for the men.
1: Maybe. Do,
0: so a question. You and mean I, the
1: middle of what she's run this season. This
0: season. So I'm trying to remember from the meets that I've been to recently because I wasn't allowed to be in the one a couple of weeks ago in Auburn. Do the men and the women run the event at the not the exact same time, but back to back, like no, they'll do a man and then the woman? Typically not. So they'll like finish them out and then bring the women in and do them.
1: No, no. typically not.
0: Okay, how?
1: It, I, I it would just have varies. to look. Yeah, it completely varies.
0: Is there like a an event like a track meet coordinator that plans out when all this stuff yes. happens? God, I bet that's confusing. Yes. Sorry, Very. I just oh man, that just gives me a headache trying to think about all that. Next, we've got the women's eight hundred meter. We've got Presley Weems, who we have already talked about, won the whole dang thing with 13 competitors in this. Her time of 2 minutes, 3.9 seconds, which was a great increase for her. Uh, Jennifer Dietrich, 12th out of 13, 2 minutes, 17.5 seconds for her in the 800 meter. Now the women's 1500 meter, Samantha Rogers, one of the Rogers crew we always love to talk about. <laughs> 11th out of 13, four, point, uh, 4 minutes, 51.4 seconds was her time on this run.
1: Um, Moving on to the women's 3000 meter steeplechase. Only three athletes actually finished this. I think it was same situation, probably about seven started it, but Frances got second. So she ran it in 10 minutes, 55.9 seconds, which is almost a full 10 seconds faster than she ran it last week, which is awesome. Um, for the women's 400-meter hurdles, we had Tyler Colbert placing seventh out of 15 athletes with her season best of 58.64 seconds.
0: I'm still stuck on the fact that the steeplechase took so many people out. Like, why do we even have this event if it's like making people drop like flies?
1: Have you met football?
0: Does it disqualify you like if you fall down all the way or something like that? I'm
1: sure there's a disqualification.
0: That's I, I would tend to think, I'm hoping that it wasn't injury-related. Well, me
1: too. But I know jo- Joyce Melly is still recovering from her injuries from Steeplechase last week.
0: Yeah, and I did see something about that on social media today. Yeah, she got back to training today. So yep. obviously, it's a very it is bru- brutal event. Yes. All right, the women's high jump. We got three competitors to talk about. We got a bronze out of Kamaya Dindi, who got third out of nine, uh, 1.76 uh, meters for her. Natasha Jordan, sixth out of nine, 1.71 meters for her. And Satori Thompson, 7th out of 9, 1.66 meters for her. The Women's Pole Vault, Lexi Lionweber, 5th out of 7, a uh, 3.81 meter jump for her, or vault, Vault. as Jessica loves to say. So uh, looking at her stats, that's a little bit, it's almost her best one of the year. Yep. Almost, just by like 0.01 meter.
1: Uh, Moving on to women's long jump, we had Imani Jones placing 11th out of 13 athletes in 5.7 meters. And then for triple jump, we had Janiah Jones placing 11th out of 11 competitors with a jump of 11.56 meters. So both of those ladies placed right in the middle of where they've been jumping this whole season.
0: Mm -hmm. Now we've got the throwing events. and You know I love to throw things. Yes, you do. do (laughs) I don't know what I like to throw, but I just like throwing it. Uh, the shot put for the ladies, Joshua Bugwig, got a 6th out of 12 competitors with a throw of 15.83 meter throw. Mara Hewalt, 7th out of 12, 15.75 meter throw for her. And then Tori McKinley, 10th out of 12, with a 14.16 meter throw. The women's discus, Mara Hewalt, 2nd out of 9, 52.3 meter throw for her, which is her far best of the year jocelyn budwig fourth out of nine 50.45 meter throw for her which looks to be right about in the middle in the middle for her yeah she's done a 51.19 before
1: yep um moving on to women's hammer throw we had maddie malone placing third out of nine with a throw of 64.13 meters Then Jocelyn Budwig, placing sixth with a throw of 56.21 meters. And finally, Danielle Gregory in seventh place with a throw of 50.42 meters.
0: Have you been a little, not underwhelmed, not the right word, but surprised that Maddie's not been as dominant this year as she was last year?
1: Well, you must mean two years ago, because last year this didn't exist.
0: Uh, You know, listen, I've basically erased all of last year, Okay, that's fair. (laughs)
1: 2020 in the trash. Yes. Um... You know, I hadn't even thought about it, so you're putting new thoughts in my head. So, okay, I'm going to let you do women's javelin since it is your favorite.
0: It's my girl. Well, we've already talked about her. Kylie Carter, first out of 10 competitors uh, with her throw of 60.69 meters.
1: I I mean, absolutely killed it. Let's just look back. The best previously that she did this season was 57.38 meters. Killed it.
0: And then Kiara McCarroll, fifth out of 10. 47.77-meter throw for her, which is right in the middle of where she did. So no Ashley Carter this time, which who, who dominated it at home previously at the War Eagle Invitational. And then finally, we've got Alex Webb, sent a 7th out of 10, 44.67-meter javelin throw for her. It is right in the middle of what she's done as well.
1: That's true. So smaller meet in terms of how many Auburn athletes we had competing, but overall, really good results for Auburn. So Auburn returns at the Tennessee Challenge. In Knoxville, Tennessee, May 1st.
0: And we did the Tennessee relays in that split meet weekend already. That's true. So heading back up to Knoxville to do a few things up there. The
1: Tennessee Challenge. I what do kind f- of name is that? I do
0: feel like we've spent a lot more time at different locations this year. Yes,
1: which is nice. Because normally, what is it? Indoor, we're in South Carolina and Florida.
0: And that's about it. Yes. And then, but also in outdoor, too, I felt like we stayed in, like, Arkansas. Or that's we went to true. Florida. And, that was about, and now we've been to Louisiana. We've been to Florida a couple of times. We're going back to Tennessee. Uh, so it's, And we've obviously been home a lot, so we're seeing a lot of good places now.
1: That's true. So that's all we have for this edition of Tiger Tracks. War Eagle.
0: War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us. Podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?